Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, How could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. Howdy. How's it going, spooky pals? It's Tuesday. It's the best day of the week. Tuesdays. Yeah. And you have a live audience, Corinne, today. I do. I'm uh, on speakerphone right now. I'm calling in from San Diego with Marissa, arguably one of our most haunted friends. So I think that is there's no argument there. Yeah. Marissa came on when we were in the Na- it well, back when she lived in Nashville, and we did a show in Nashville. Yeah. We stayed with Marissa, and we went to the Bell Witch Cave. Remember that? That was so fun. Are you talking to me or the people who are listening? Because of course I remember that. You. I'm concerned. <laughs> and then one, oh, so sweet. We had the sweetest listener that we met in the meet and greet line who had also gone to the Bell Witch Cave that same trip. And came to our live show and in the meet and greet line was like, oh, I got you this flower from the Bell Witch Cave. I thought you guys would like it. It's so sweet. She like basically and dried this flower. But you and I were like, oh, my God. You and I God, looked at each other like, <laughs> we, um, are we allowed to touch this? We were shitting ourselves. So anyway, uh, it was very sweet, a lovely gesture, but we did mail it back to the Bell Witch Cave. Yes. This to the museum and we're like hello this flower was taken from your property and we are not risking anything but great memories thank you yes we do not want to be uh on the bad side of the bell witch no definitely not no we have a bunch of new people joining us today wow really we What's have that? dina arson rebecca welcome to everyone hi also, I love, so Holly just wrote in the chat, I always listen to the podcast at 1.5 speed. It's so weird to hear the regular voices. I also listen to everything. 1.5 <laughs> is the minimum. So when people, when I listen to a podcast regular, or if I hear someone listening to it at regular speed, I'm like, oh, God, how do I speed this up? There are certain shows that I have to listen to faster, and then there are others that I have to listen to normal speed. But I think my favorite way to listen to our podcast, Corinne, is at Point five. Point five. Yeah. Yeah. And we did it for the first time with Marissa in the car, I think on the way home from the Bell Witch. Yes. Okay. I feel like we were just like peeing our pants laughing. That was yeah. one of the funniest mistakes ever. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, oh I just love listening and pretending like we're the just... laughs were like, uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. like we're really drunk. <laughs> yeah. Kind of moving through molasses. Totally. I'm pretty sure the person who 
reviewed our podcast, Two Girls, One Brain Cell, was probably listening <laughs> at 0.5 speed. Yeah. So now when Sabrina and I forget words and we go, oh, I must not have the brain cell today. You must have it. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> it's, I think it's the funniest review ever. So rude. It is. We even put it on our website. Classic. We put a little Power stamp move. over it saying, we will haunt you. Yeah. <laughs> Maria just said she rescheduled the date to listen to this. So... Thanks, Maria. Oh, my gosh. Honored. Honored. Um, I also have to read this comment. LJ in the chat just said that they were sitting in an Applebee's and a pig ran out into the middle of the parking lot. And I feel like that's worth everyone hearing. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm confused. Is the pig escaping Applebee's? Escaping Applebee's? (laughs) Was it like in the back of Applebee's? This is a story I, I can get behind. LJ has a photo for proof. LJ, you're going to have to join our Discord and, and put it in. I'm going to search for our Discord link right now. So excuse okay. my slow typing, but it will come unless someone else beats me to it. But you'll have to yes. add the photo there so we can all see. But we're here for ghost stories. And our good friend Marissa, as we were saying, is very haunted. Super haunted. And... We are fortunate enough to have her in our presence. Or maybe not, because we don't know what will happen when Marissa tells us the story. Um, No, I was just telling Corinne what you got here on Friday about she's been... You actually visited also, Sabrina, I think, at my last place that I lived in Nashville. And since moving away from California and coming back, I haven't had any haunted issues. I actually haven't talked to Corinne. She stayed with me since Friday if she's had any creepy nights here. But everywhere I've stayed, it's been very peaceful. But I can't say the same. When we lived in Kalehio, we were going down, like, walking down memory lane. and Kalehio is the name of the house we lived in junior, senior year of college. Yes, sorry. I need to be more Context. specific with my <laughs> But yeah, Corinne and I had a lot of experiences all throughout college at uh, LMU from our dorm rooms and then all the way into the house that we lived in, which we lovingly refer to as Colegio. Um, yeah. And we were talking about the the little shadow figure that was oh, ever present yes. for a period of time and like wrecked havoc on my life and extended to Corinne as well. Um, I just had to sit down further because I feel like I'm going to faint. I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to fix my position. Um, Or suddenly the demon's coming for us. Demon actually is coming. Okay, if I faint, at least I'll be on the couch. Yeah, you are like both stomach down, which I am really enjoying. I I wish I was, now I want to re uh, adjust my body. We're lounging. But yeah, I don't know where to begin. I feel like the first. Okay, well, let's start with, we're going to tell this together. Okay, perfect. (laughs) We can pick it up. I think the first time that I was made aware of it is we were like getting ready for a night out at LMU or maybe we were having a party or something. And all the girls, we lived in a house with seven of us. And I think five of the girls were in the dining room and like hanging out in the kitchen. And my bedroom was off the kitchen and I was in the bathroom getting ready. And my room was dark, but the kitchen light was like streaming in. So there was like a weird shadow And out of the corner of my eye, I saw a small little short, like up to my height, up to my hip height, black shadow, just like zoom by the door. And then I felt a push on the back of my head towards the mirror. And that was like the first physical contact that I got. That Mm -hmm. is like very physical. Yes. Yeah. It was her her head stood up shoved forward. 
it was, yeah, it was the only time I don't I've think ever- I knew that it was this, to this extent. I thought it was oh, just really? like, yeah, maybe yeah. there's just so many stories that I, you know, selectively choose which ones I remember because I don't want to know the scary ones. Yeah. Yes. That was the only time I've ever had like physical. And then we were, dri- you and I were driving together. I think we were like, honestly going to like California pizza kitchen. Right? Yes, we were <laughs> taking off to eat some food that wasn't good for us. Classic. I remember like I was really quiet because afterwards I was really afraid. That was like later in the weekend or something during the day. And I feel like I like had a moment of like fear and honesty with Corinne that I like looked over and I was like, I have to tell you something. And you're like, you see it too. Or like, you just like assumed. I said the creepiest thing possible. You see it too. (laughs) Instantly started crying. Oh no. It was like this moment of like, Oh my God. Okay. I'm not alone in this kind of thing. And after that, I like, I forget like where the keychain part comes in, but Brianna, our other roommate who is like refuses to talk about ghosts or anything like that with us. She's like very paranoid about certain things and like bringing up certain topics, but she let me have her, was it St. Anthony, St. Mark, St. Michael, St. Michael. Was it? Keychain. It's whatever saint is in charge of like protecting you. I, well, I think it was like about finding lost items too. Cause she had it on her car keys. So I thought it was like, in case she loses her keys. Yeah, I don't know. It was remember. there. I don't know. It was some saint. Either way, I was DDing that weekend and I was driving Brianna's car. And I remember we were going to unlock the front door. And as I was reaching to unlock the front door, a part of her keychain fell off. And it was only that Saint <sighs> Saint Anthony. Yeah, Saint Anthony. And there was oh. no missing link or anything. It was like it just like decided to like just the metal fall had off. like yes. It was like that magic trick where people shove together metal rings and you're like, how did they come apart? How did they get together? I like, hate there was that. no disruption to the metal, but the, at the perfect line of the threshold of where the, the house, yeah. it had come off. And so Marissa goes in and she goes, hello. And I was upstairs and I was like, hi. <laughs> and I'm upstairs <laughs> where I had been seeing the shadow person. Cause when we had originally to go back to like when we were in the car, Mm-hmm. I know exactly. I like described what it looked like mm-hmm. to Marissa, and she confirmed because I ha- hadn't seen it in her room. But when we were on the upstairs of our house, f- the majority of the bedrooms were downstairs. Just Marissa's room was upstairs, and then also upstairs was the kitchen and the living room. And all along the walls were windows. It was like it was beautiful, mm-hmm. but stunning. Yes, we'll never live in a house like that again. No, stunning until the shadow figure is like darting across them exactly what happened Sabrina like at night I would be alone up in the kitchen or something making dinner and the sun is set and the windows are dark and reflective and I would see the shadow figure darting Uh. around the upstairs with me while I'm alone like "Ah, ignore it keep frying my stupid little polenta and like (laughs) the food I could afford (laughs) yes we were eating scantily in Collegio for sure um but yeah, I feel like after that, it was just like a Corinne, you gave me like your ribbon exercise. You yeah, I made you lie down like in bed and do some necklace. meditations. We <laughs> tried to get our friend Mike. He is, I forget what type of denomination of Catholicism he was, but he like offered to have his priest come and like bless the house. Like it was just a very... Yes, the house Mike lived in, in college also had to have basically be exercised because imagine a, a house... Yes. Of, like, 
10 frat boys who all, all are like that are so well yeah many <laughs> sins but also they were really really scared yeah. and so for all of them to right. be really scared, there was a lot going on so yeah i mean just in general like sabrina you and i know how haunted our college was but the surrounding land yes. and how homes that all the college kids lived yes. in there too and marissa was mostly the target every I time was, i lived yeah. there and because that was a new house mm-hmm. right and there was a lot of us there was yeah, yeah. It was a big old house. And to our knowledge, the girls who lived there before us didn't experience anything. So I got to be the lucky guinea pig that had a lot of people that (laughs) a lot of little entities throughout college that were attached to me. And then Mm -hmm. I had this like one girl in our sorority. She like read auras or whatever. I'm not exactly sure. I'm talking Danielle. And she kind of told me. So you're just name dropping everyone. Sorry, I'm name dropping a lot. It's okay. Danielle, if you're listening, um, she like told me that I have a presence with me and my grandfather had just died and he was buried not too far away um, from where we lived. And I had just visited him. And so she's like, I can tell there's a lot of just like dark things that are like happening and surrounding you right now, but you do have someone that's like around you protecting you. And it's a male figure. And I'm not sure if you experienced like a loss recently and it was my grandpa who had just passed away and my other grandpa that was buried nearby. So I had some spiritual warfare. My grandpa, my grandpas were uh, going to battle for me and protecting me. And yeah. So oh, yeah, good. whatever. I mean, that was, I think the last house I lived in. Oh wait, just kidding. My Costa Mesa house was my alien experience. <laughs> yeah. Those were like abducted <laughs> from Costa Mesa. Casually abducted. But yeah, that's my, uh, I think that's the one story that we were like, we'll, we'll kick things off with the Colegio shadow person. And then the rest of your phantoms can pop in and tell their ghost stories too. Well, thank you for joining us and starting it off strongly, scarily, but strongly. Always happy to come on and chat with you guys. And I'm excited for Thursday. I got that. Camp TGOD. Yeah, Camp TGOG. See you there, campers. See you, campers. All right, Marissa's going to go make me dinner. I am. Jealous. Wow. I'll put in my headphones and take it off speaker so that uh, the the background noise is a little less prominent. Well, thank you, Marissa. Um, We, as we move on into the rest of this evening, we do not have a theme. It is a free for all and all we ask is that you try to keep your stories to five ish minutes or so and that you try to find a quiet space to tell your story so that we can all hear you and with that i'm gonna bring up jody hi jody jody hi hello hi welcome Thank you for calling me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I know. Thanks for raising your hand. It wouldn't we wouldn't have ghost stories if people weren't willing to share them. So, um, so I actually I do have stories, but um, I have my daughter here with me, and it's kind of a joint story. She's thirteen, and so I'm oh. gonna let her tell the story, but a Amazing. little set up. <laughs> um, I love it. And- <laughs> Um, we actually, I am very skeptical of Ouija boards. Um, so yes, however, I have done it, um, three times now, but it's always been with my sister and or her daughters, um, who are very familiar and very 
safe. And so that is <laughs> my setup with that. Um, so this was recently, this was probably two weeks ago that this happened. So yeah, here's Skylar. Oh, okay. Um, Hi, Skylar. <laughs> Hi. Skylar. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, we, you know, we were sitting outside with like these like candle things and just like the board in the middle and my two cousins, one of them can like see the entities or like shadowish figures. And one of them is like energy related. She can't see them, but she can like feel energy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it was my aunt, mom and two cousins and a few other people uh, while we were doing the session they we asked if they had a message for anyone the planchette thing you know it like moved to yes we asked for who and it like rotated to like and it pointed at me I was just like oh okay well what's your message to me and it spelled out wake up (gasps) ah what what (laughs) I don't I don't I don't really know what it means Wait, this kind of makes me feel, what if it's, this makes me feel like it's something positive. What if it's like a, you have so many powers and your abilities when it comes to tapping into the spirit world could be so great. You just have to wake up. You have to tap into it. Maybe they're just trying to get you there. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of what we were thinking. Like, like kind of open, open up sensitivity to it better. I don't know how to explain Mm -hmm. it. So what happened after it said, wake up? Did you guys close out the session? Did you ask more questions? Um, I that when it went to the, I think it was, I think something happened later after um, I got all like weird feeling like, a, like a, a sense of somebody watching me, mm-hmm. like, Ooh. you know, and then, um, and my my nie- one of my niece, the niece that can see entities, she actually said during the sessions, she's like, okay, I can see somebody between the person that was actually leading the session and my other niece. And then there was somebody between the two of us and then between my sister and I. So there was like three, there were entities all around us that she could mm-hmm. see during the session and she actually also discovered she didn't say this part but um they pointed out her archangel that she has yeah um so there was a bunch of stuff we were trying to keep it (laughs) summarized and and short but um okay first of all it sounds like your entire family is like so (laughs) connected to the spiritual side yeah (laughs) Yes, which is why we were thinking the wake up was a spiritual type of wake up as mm-hmm. far as tapping into this that realm and and those things. Just spiritual so things. We did also um, have a scary moment. Very and scary. then we closed it out immediately. What um, a scary moment. Yeah, wait. Now mm-hmm. tell us what happened. <laughs> So it actually went to um, when we were going around Jillian, my niece, the one that can see things felt 
um, a negative presence come up behind her and she was getting very apprehensive and very nervous. And then she could also sense and see Skylar's archangel getting closer and actually putting its arms around her and hugging her more um, during this. And so, (laughs) um, so she felt this negative presence and we kept asking who was there. Um, And there was somebody else that we think was trying to talk to Skylar. However, all we got was an A and then it got cut off. It wouldn't go any further. So um, this entity, which I will not say their name. And (laughs) um, the one I'm sure we are all afraid of when it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It just went to Z. And then we stopped there because it was, we didn't want to go any further for obvious reasons. Um, You did exactly what you're supposed to do. (laughs) That's how you more responsibly use. Exactly. Yes. It was, it was getting closer and closer to, to my niece and she was just very feeling very uncomfortable. So that's when my other niece and the, her boyfriend um, closed out the session and we said goodbye. And, and that was that. But so there was, it was a lot, but it was I mean, really it sounds, it sounds like it's rattled you both. <laughs> um, I, so my sister can feel, she can also kind of sense a little, she has a little bit of the empath. She can feel when a presence has gone away or can kind of feel it. I am still trying to figure out what my ability is if I have anything. Um, I get during that session, I actually did get very twitchy. Very um, twitchy. So I could, I'm assuming, feel any sort of energy work I get very twitchy with. Yeah. Are you so, a conduit? I'm not sure. It's possible. I want to explore and try and figure out what, what I have because it does seem like everybody in my family at least my sister and, you know, nieces were the only ones really exploring that part. So how do Corinne and I get invited to your next family? <laughs> <Right now? laughs> you guys, you, your family is a coven. You basically have a coven and you're going to wake up and then you're going to wake up and invite us. Cause that's, I think what the that message <laughs> right. was like, what do you do? Wake up and invite two girls on ghost over. Right. You totally would. Um, my sister wants to, because the one niece that can see entities, she is newly accepting that. Um, and she suffers really bad from chronic headaches. So we feel like that has something to do with it as well. So I told her I would try to reach out, um, perhaps on Facebook or something to try to get her some more information as far as like what she could do to kind of channel and, gain better control because we, you know, she's still learning how to control the entities right now. She can just see dark shadows and light shadows. Um, Light shadows are really rare though. The, like the most recent light shadow that she saw was the archangel wrapping its arms around me. That was, that's, that's what I know. I mean, that's a beautiful thing for her to see. Yeah. And she could see a little boy. Like she can kind of make out figures, but they're just shadows. So she can tell if it's a child or she saw a buff adult person. 
between my sister and I, which is weird. But um, wow. anyway, that's our, there's a lot. And I have <laughs> well, a it sounds like you guys are together and barking on this spiritual journey and we're here for it. We love it. And it sounds like <laughs> you're also smart and know when to, to put an end to con- connections. So we want to hear more. If, if anything more happens, please let us know. And also we do have a TGOG Coven Facebook group that I'm sure yeah. could be of some sort of guidance to you guys. That's what I was also, well, we just haven't looked at it. There's a few uh, channels in Discord as well where people are kind of honing in on their practices and getting information from people who are a little bit more experienced too. So that might be a good place mm-hmm. to peek as well. Right. And then that we'll be- just read all the chats and learn everything that you learn. <laughs> right. That would be awesome. Yes. So, wow. okay. Well, if I have any other stories, then I, I'll share. I'll, maybe I'll email them in to you guys, but thank you so much. Thank you, Jody and Skylar. Thank you so much. Bye. Of course. Bye. bye. Tonight's an evening of a uh, tag team ghost. Stories. I know. I like it. Well, Daniel and his cat. Okay. Um, okay. So I have clairvoyancy. And um, this was the first time I ever experienced a sleep paralysis of this extent. And and usually when someone tells me about their experiences, it's like they're, they're asleep already and then it happens. But I was wide awake when it happened. And it scared the living crap out of me because I had already woken up from the dream. And I'm in my room. I'm staring at my TV. And I can hear. Wait, Daniel, uh, I, can hear, I don't like, want to yes. freak you out. Mm. But I do want to ask people who are listening. Every time you talk, there's like a worrying, almost like a distant um, kitchen sink disposable sound going over your voice. But when you stop talking, it's quiet. Oh, it's probably you're hearing my uh, dryer in the background. Okay. I was like, is there an entity trying to... Come over you speaking. (laughs) Do some prayers for you right now. Uh, Okay, well, that's good. At least we're debunking some of the potential (laughs) spiritual activity. Okay, wait. So go ahead. I'm super into this. What happened next? Okay. Um, So I'm awake. I'm standing on my TV. Um, I, I sleep with music on. And um, and I hear a, a woman's voice, like, almost right, right above me. And at first I thought it was, like, my mom, but I realized that she was still, like, on the road, like, coming home from visiting family in Texas. And then I'm thinking maybe it's my little sister getting her laundry because uh, it was, you know, later at night. And I, I leaned over my bed to, like, look to see who's standing there. And it was not my sister, but it was very clearly a woman. And when I realized it wasn't my family, I unintentionally I was just like oh shit and then my whole body locked up and I couldn't talk or move anymore Uh, I couldn't breathe I couldn't move my hands or body like at all I couldn't even move my eyes I was just stuck like completely 100% frozen and in my head I'm like oh crap oh crap oh crap oh crap like I didn't know what to do because it was was a full-on paralysis and then it took like a couple seconds for like for it to just like wear off and then and then I like snapped out of it and I was so scared I didn't even want to go back to bed and and I looked at the clock and it was like 2:30 in the morning and I'm just like no no this sucks I don't like this and 
um, I lit one of my candles uh, that I have next to me. It, it's like eucalyptus and and um, and lavender. So just just to get some some nice cleaner air circulating. And then I I just started uh, saying to myself like you're not gonna you're not gonna you know stay here. You're not welcome. Like please leave. And I like made my peace with with the situation. I tried to go back to sleep, and then it happened again, like just a few hours later. Um, but that time was even worse because in my dream, I I thought I was with a friend of mine. Um, it, his name's James. I, I love him to death. Uh, I'm gonna tell him about this later. And and in my dream, I'm like, hey man, like like how are you? Like I, I miss you. Like you know we haven't hung out in a minute. And there was like no response. And then um, uh, he and I work together, and and there's times like we're messing with each other, and we'll we'll like sneak up behind each other, and like like we'll put our hands like uh, covering like the other person's eyes, like like hey. But like, you know, like we try to spook each other. Um, so in my dream, he did that. And so I felt the hands come from behind my head and like try to cover my eyes. And I was like, oh, OK, you know, that's my buddy James. That's just how we mess with each other. But when there was no response and I was like, oh, shit, it found me. And immediately I like woke up. And and when I woke up, like I'm, I'm back in my bed looking at my TV, exact same situation from a few hours ago. Only this time I saw the hands in front of my eyes. What? And and it's it it not slapped, but it closed its its it cupped its hands over my eyes like the way my buddy James did, and that triggered the the, the next paralysis, and I couldn't move, but I still felt the hands on my face, and I knew I was awake, and I I was just completely helpless again the, the second time. I think this happened twice in a row, and it like was such a. It was twice in a row by the same thing, and then and this it, like, time manipulated like, and mimicked your friend to get. Yes, it mimicked my friend. Mm-hmm. And what was, I think, more terrifying, like aside from being awakened and happening, was the fact that I felt it coming into my body. Like it was, it was trying to take the form of my body, starting with my head. So I felt my head was heavy, and then my neck was heavy my arms and my chest and I felt it entering through me like piece by piece making its way down to my legs and Ew. and I was like oh god I'm being possessed and like I, I felt like it was going to be like a full possession and, I, and in my head I'm like okay what do I do because I can't move I couldn't breathe I couldn't twitch right. I couldn't scream and so in my head all I can say was my body my soul and I just kept repeating that my body my soul and then it stopped like the sensation stopped it at, at my chest it wasn't going any lower so I just kept repeating that in my head my body my soul my body my soul like like just this internal tug of war like you're not going to get me like you're not going to get me and then, and then when I finally snapped out of it I just started like crying like I, I just felt oh so fucking scared and oh my god yeah that's that um, it's a horrifying experience I'm so glad that you were able to think on your feet too and you could come up with like the, yes. my body my soul and for that to work <laughs> and it was it was like split decision like it was the only thing that I could think of doing because I, I at first I was like okay move your hand I couldn't move my hand I was like speak I couldn't speak scream couldn't scream like move your feet nothing so I was like okay my physical body done can't do nothing so now it's just like I gotta use I gotta use my head my body my soul so I was like this is this is mine yeah. you're not taking this well birdie in the chat I think uh said it best which is holy shit mm-hmm. <laughs> that is how it feels <laughs> and oh and this this was like this was I never experienced this level of uh, of clairvoyancy before where I, I saw an entity, heard it speak to me, 
taking over my body. Like I, I have not had that level of clairvoyancy ever before. Like I've seen spirits and I, I haven't been able to hear them. So this was the first time I heard this woman speaking to me. But what sucked was that like, if you guys ever remember playing like the Sims, like the way the characters speak, like it's English, mm-hmm. but it's not English. Yeah. yeah. Just English. like that. Yes. That's their language. Yes, yeah, English. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how she was talking. And I was like, wait, that, what? <laughs> it's not, it's like, it was English, but it wasn't English. Yeah, and so. That, that's the part that sucked and not the uh, near possession <laughs> part. I mean, she had possession. Like, oh, the language nothing. barrier, just so annoying. <laughs> yes. Like, what are you even speaking to me? Like, do you need help? Like, I, I don't know what to do for you here, but hey, here's my body. <laughs> yeah. Well, Eric, as you were telling the story in the chat, Eric had said something like interdimensional abduction or possession or something. And that that is really interesting because, I mean, I don't know anything about time or space or dimensions, clearly, Mm -hmm. not the expert. But it is interesting to think that, like, what if this was like we're thinking of it as a as like a full entity possession. But what if there was some sort of like pain or wrinkle in time or something and and there was all of this I don't know like there was just like mud between you but that person was trying to communicate or that like being was trying to communicate with you and it just it was almost like an abduction almost and it really did feel like that like I I, all of today like while I was at work I was like what the hell was this (laughs) because I was fully awake I was a hundred percent conscious of what was happening and then and then in my head I started thinking of that show um I don't remember the name of it on Netflix but it was like something like like haunting like hill hill house or hill manor something like that Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Haunting of Hill House. It's haunting is the of first Hill season. House. I mean, first, yeah, first season, and then Haunting of Bly Manor is the second season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so the the way the lady, uh, the, the the main actress, the way she saw the spirits and how nobody would like believe her, but like she saw them and like and all of that. That's what it felt like. And that was such a new experience for me. So, I, so my abilities have grown, and I'm scared of it. So now, I, now this is something new I have to accept if it continues. Um, well, but, it sounds but, like yeah. you hold the spirit off, and I'm hoping that yeah. means it does not come back. And if it does, send it into the dryer because it sounds like the dryer will uh, take care of it. Maybe the dryer. I will do a full cleansing inside of that dryer. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I did just draw a sketch of a little demon peering outside of a <laughs> of a dryer. Which is inspired inspired doodle of Corinne. I mean, yeah, Daniel, I feel like you and Jody and Skylar like this one before you. This is like the oh, Sabrina's showing me her drawing and it's perfect. <laughs> Sabrina, you should take a little picture of that and add it to our Instagram story or Discord so people can see it. Um, okay. But I feel like it's just interesting that the first two people that are up tonight, like you included, are experiencing this almost like awakening or heightened abilities. But now you're at the point where you have to navigate what to do and and how to protect yourself because it's this awkward Mm -hmm. thing where it's like you open up and suddenly other things are coming through and you're experiencing other things. And it's like, how the hell do you protect yourself when you're not even really sure necessarily what happened to open you up this way? Right now, the only thing I could think of is um, I have I have a friend of mine. Uh, she has she has a witch mother, and I want to reach out to her and see if maybe she can get me in contact with her and and see if if she can help guide me in a in a better way. That is a great where idea. I can actually understand and how to handle what I'm what I'm now having to live with, like a, a like you said, a new heightened ability. Right. 
that's yeah i think that's a fantastic idea i think people Mm -hmm. always say like one of the greatest skills in life is networking and this is what they mean by that find your witch guides (laughs) have them help Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my god well i hope that doesn't happen to you again yeah oh i hope so too (laughs) good luck yeah Uh, thank you guys so much i truly appreciate it stay safe (laughs) and keep us updated if um if anything happens and if you need any help. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll be reaching out and, and well, hopefully it doesn't. But if it does, yeah. um, I, I will I will get through you guys via email. Perfect. Okay. Thank you so much Perfect. for sharing, Daniel. Thank you. I'm Thank glad you so much, guys. to join again. And it's gone. Poof. Um, I was wow. a little too it, scared to ask if the dryer had actually ended or or not. Because it stopped. The noise stopped at the end. Sorry. I'm the windows are all all open by me too. So I'm probably contributing to some background noise, but um, I was a little nervous because what if we had asked like, Daniel, did your dryer just stop? And then if he said no, that means whatever the hell we were hearing is a mass haunting provided by Daniel in his home. It was, it was definitely scary. It sounded like it did get louder as Daniel was talking, which is so interesting. I know it wasn't like a steady thing in the background. It, yeah, it ebbed and so flowed, got louder and quieter. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to bring up cam and then, and I'm doing that because cam's photo is an orange kitty. And today, very sadly, we had to put down, um, our family cat, Charlie. Oh, I'm sorry. And so he's on the rainbow bridge. Over the rainbow bridge. You just have another spirit guide, another Another little kitty, another family mm-hmm. member looking out for you. Yeah, sad. But yeah, I know that's hard. Hi, Cam. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Hi. Good. What's your kitty's name? Uh, this one's Filbert, and um, I actually have two <laughs> cats. Uh, the other one's name is Pesto, but I had a picture of him uh, falling asleep with his eyes open, so I made that my it's so cute. <laughs> my I photo. I have um, very similar photos of my fiance on my camera roll too. It's just <laughs> <laughs> the like creepy eye slits where you're like, where are your eyeballs rolling? Why is this possible? Are you going to bring yeah, us so, up or are you going to bring us down? Give us a, a warning. Uh, I guess down. <laughs> yes. Sabrina's favorite. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know if you guys remember me from my past story, but it was the one about um, the lady who was the floating lady who was playing piano. But yes! this one, um, my my story is also sleep paralysis. It's not as intense as Daniel's, but it like pretty much freaked me out when it happened to me. Um I mean, you know, I think you, any sleep paralysis is truly horrifying. I know. Yeah, because usually, you know, a lot of people do get it when they're, like, sleeping on their back. But I'm a stomach sleeper, and this one just, like, freaked me out so much because um, during this time, I was just going through a lot of, like, grief and, like, mourning different things at the same time. And it's just, like, very tiring to go through all that. Um, and then I just remember falling asleep and, uh, my, one of the cats was sleeping next to me. Um, and then my partner was sleeping next to that cat. And I just remember like feeling a weight on my back cause I was sleeping on my stomach. 
And like, I immediately knew that this was like a sleep paralysis episode. Um, and I turned, like, I could only turn my neck a little bit. Um, and it looked like my partner, but it wasn't because my part, I could clearly see my partner next to me asleep. Ew, ew, oh. ew. Oh. And so it was like, it just, I just felt like this weight on top of me. And then I saw it and it had a smile, but the freakiest thing about it, it was smiling at me, but it looked like, you know, the Cheshire cat smile. Yes. So like oh. rows of like pointed teeth. Like a bit too big and long. Yeah. And then I was just like, I looked at it for a second and I don't remember the, the next part that happened because I think like I like forced myself to wake up, but it either like uh, I either like absorbed it into my body or it like kind of like put its nose into my hair or tried to like kiss my cheek. <gasps> but what? That was that was really scary. I was like, oh, there's no Damn. way because yeah, that is so <laughs> scary. It oh was, my it, god! It was, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so was, sorry. We are so sorry. Anytime I was, ever have a sweet moment in the future, it's now ruined. Anytime someone like nuzzles by my hair, I'm just going to think of the story. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really freaky because. I I definitely like saw my partner and he was like passed out next to the cat and I was like there's no way and so I like forced myself to like um get up and then I like slept on my side because I was like there's no there's no like safe space for me to sleep Mm -hmm. I can't sleep on my back I can't sleep on my stomach um but yeah that was one of the freakiest ones that's ever happened to me. I also have another sleep paralysis story, but um, to save time, I'm going to just email that to you guys. Uh, yeah, well, we're just I like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Also, I just have to read this comment first. Eric in the chat wrote, it was sniffing your soul. Which is just <gasps> so no, absurd. don't no. say that. <laughs> We should make little candles that, that just says, like, smells like Cam's soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, wait, yeah. Please just tell us your other sleep paralysis story. Now we're very curious. Yeah. Okay, so this one was when I was a little bit younger. Um, and I think it was, um, it was, I was at home back in San Francisco when I was still living with my parents and my older sister. And I was in my room and I think my mom was on a trip with my cousin in Hawaii. Um, and I just remember like I was sleeping on my back this time. Um, and I just, it kind of felt like an inception type of dream because the first like time that the sleep paralysis was happening, I thought I had woken up from it, but I re- remember clearly that there was this kind of like orange hue around the whole room um kind of like in insidious but it was it like in insidious is sort of red but mine was orange oh and I just remember hearing clearest day in my ear some some man's deep gravelly voice that said I got you (laughs) and I was like 
there's absolutely no way this is real. And so I thought I had gotten up, but it turns out I was not awake still. So it happened twice to me. So I heard the voice again. Um, and it said the same thing as like, I got you. And then the, the final time that I tried to like get up, I was still dreaming, but I, I see myself like running to the other side of the apartment and I'm trying to wake up my, um, my sister and my dad. I'm like, there's someone in my room. There's someone in my room. And then I finally like, wake up from the dream and I like check the time it's around like 3 30 and I like stayed up I think until the sun um I don't blame you because it was that I was like there's no way like I don't want to hear like I don't want to hear anything I don't want to see anything but like like it happened to me anyways (laughs) even though I was like I wish that this like wouldn't happen to me because I've heard stories of like really bad sleep paralysis and I'd never thought that um, it would like happen to me. So yeah, I had one where was I heard the, a man's voice and then the seeing my, the someone mimic my partner. Was the voice that I got you, was it like menacing? Yes. It was very like, like I'm here to like take you somewhere kind of feeling it wasn't it wasn't pleasant or warm at all okay i know that the voice was the same each time you thought you woke up and then realized you weren't awake but as you were describing this i had this really dark thought that what if sleep paralysis and i know that it doesn't quite match up now that i've heard the rest of your story but what if sleep paralysis is us experiencing an attack on another timeline us you know like you're being attacked somewhere else in another life another version of you and it's like seeps through into your soul and you feel it and so we all think it's something paranormal but it's actually really happening somewhere else but the fact that it was the same voice as you slipped like deeper and deeper or maybe not deeper but like coming up out of the layers of your inception dream that kind of proves that wrong <laughs> yeah that's so scary to think about <laughs> like, I know sorry normally Sabrina is the one that's like yeah, how do I make this low. darker <laughs> <laughs> this one was dark enough for me I didn't need to go darker oh boy wow Wait, so has your partner ever experienced anything like maybe not sleep paralysis but just like anything in in your home no it's just it's just me I think when I was younger me. I had like my my third eye was open. Um, I remember seeing a ghost when I grew up in the Philippines, but um, I like brushed it off and I think it, it probably closed. But like, there's a part of me that's like very weary, like because sometimes like I'll just be like walking around and I feel like something's watching me or like feel an energy that's just kind of like looking over my shoulder. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. It might just be my anxiety, too. <laughs> Or not, or you're just trusting your gut and it's adding to the anxiety. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, I was thinking in the beginning of the story and Jason in the chat just had said something too that made me think of this. Jason said, 
sleep paralysis is the first stage of astral projection. But I was thinking about when you said you were able to turn your head and see your partner. And that's when you realized that whatever this thing was, wasn't actually your partner. Mm-hmm. It made me wonder if it's actually like, if our bodies are able to actually move, or if it's if it's your soul, like, are you basically astral projecting? during the sleep paralysis and what you're able to move is your astral body, but your physical body looks like it's just fully flat laying there sleeping. And so it wouldn't actually alert your partner. You know, it's like the classic thing that entities do to separate you from others, which is make your reality different than what other people are experiencing. Yeah. Cause I definitely like felt myself try to reach for him like, and like, hold on to him but I couldn't it just was like so like heavy but yeah those are my two stories I'm sorry if it was really freaky oh my gosh well we're sorry that you had to endure these freaky experiences and we hope you never do again I know I hope so too (laughs) thank you guys thank you Cam thank you bye take care um I realized something we should tell Cam I mean now Cam is gone but still Cam will still be here hopefully yeah but we had we wrote a like promo the other day for two girls, one ghost to just have like play various places to, to spread the triangle. And I believe in what we had written, it was something like, do you want to hear about ghosts playing or like haunted neighbors playing the piano upside down? Like we referenced Cam's story. Oh, I think we did. We did. We did. We'll have to show people the promo. So everyone can yeah. hear it. We'll play it in the beginning of our own episode one day. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to be like, wait, I thought I was listening to Two Girls from Ghost. Uh, um, all right. Let's, who has a quick, a quick story? Maybe one that will lift us up. A super oh, speed Elizabeth. story. Perfect. Perfect. I realize perfect is the new word that I use. It's my new filler. I used to say, right, right, right. Hello. Perfect. perfect. Hello. Hi, Hello. Elizabeth. Hi. I was not expecting this. Okay. Well, you were very quick in the uh, chat there. I was actually typing it because I was seeing everybody post about how just terrifying the sleep paralysis stuff was (laughs) and how no one's going to sleep. So I was like, I have a heartwarming one. You need it. Yes. Let's end on this. This is perfect. (laughs) We might sleep now. (laughs) All right. So, of course, like all heartwarming ghost stories, it kind of starts off sad. Um, my grandmother passed away in 2017. Um, I'm sorry. Loved her. She was amazing woman. Oh my gosh. Um, but I guess a few years ago, my husband and I decided to take a really quick break in our relationship to like sort out our own stuff mm-hmm. and kind of get back to a good mental space. And now we're married now. It's so everything is wonderful. But I was having a particularly, like, really hard time during their little, like, I think it lasted a month. Um, And I think I was just really missing her. I was just wanting to tell her everything I wanted, like, about this relationship, how much I missed him. And I was just, you know, I had one of those moments where, you know, like, a Disney princess has a meltdown and she throws herself on, like, the nearest rock and just sobs. (laughs) Yes, but, like, extremely Um, gracefully and perfectly. Yeah. Positioned. Like like a statue, beautiful painting. Yeah. I had one of those moments, except for I don't know if it was that graceful, but I just had like <laughs> thrown myself on the bed and was just sobbing. Aww. And I felt I felt someone sit beside me and I felt 
arms wrap around me. Um, and in that moment, I knew it was her. Um, I knew she was just giving me the biggest hug. And oh it was just one of those moments you just know it was, you know, it was her. It just had her energy. Um, it just, it felt like I was like talking to my mom or crying to my mom about something, but it's like she knew I needed her. And I really like felt her arms squeeze me and it was beautiful. And I just, I'm like almost crying thinking about it because, you know, she's just, she's always been, I really firmly believe she would be watching out for me. Um, if she's my guardian angel, I don't know, but yeah, that's, I think that is my most heartwarming story. I have tons of creepy ones, but I was like, I think we needed that one. Oh, Oh, that's such a beautiful story. I know truly. I'm so glad that she was able to come through to you in that, in that moment and provide you that support. And it's just so wonderful to hear like the, the comfort, like sometimes you miss someone's smell or like the comfort of Mm. their touch and for her to be able to, yeah, yeah, to hug you and for you to feel it. That is just so she must have wanted to be there for you so badly. And that is yeah. why you were able to feel it all, which is just really, really beautiful. I'm sorry that you went yeah. through that and that you had a, a tough time. But I guess I know, the beauty but... of going through that experience is you got this experience with your grandmother. Yeah. Well, and I think y'all have said it before, too, is I think um, it was it was something about how when people pass away, they don't want to reveal themselves right away. It's like they don't want to scare us. Uh, And that they choose to reveal themselves at the time where they need us most. And that was, you know, I've kind of times where I'm like, oh, she's watching out for me. And it's a little like nod. But that is the only and biggest time that I've ever really felt her in just that big way. And so I think she kind of saved her energy for when I needed it most. That's the best. That's what all you can ask of your loved ones. Shelby in the chat said, my eyes are sweating. And I think that (laughs) probably everybody's here. Everybody hears our, well, not English, but you get it. Yeah. Oh, you know, mine too. It's okay. <laughs> oh. oh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for, for feeling comfortable sharing that story with us. It really means a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I think she, I think she would want me to, I don't know if, I don't know if she was any witchy or sensitive at all, but I, th- I think she would want me to share it. This has kind of unintentionally become a grandparent and sleep paralysis episode. <laughs> yeah. Protective grandparents, comforting grandparents, and sleep paralysis demons. Just like the complete opposite. To complete end of the spectrum, yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you all for inviting me up to sharing really quick. Thank you. Well, thank Thank you you for coming up to share. We are so grateful. Arson said in the chat, you have a kind soul, Elizabeth. And I think that that's very true. Wow. Another fantastic evening with you all. I'm putting the link to our live show ticket in the discussion. Reminder to buy your tickets because the show is on Thursday. Yes, there's also merch and there are meet and greet tickets. And in order to get there, you have to click, I think, on like purchase tickets or get tickets. And then you'll be brought to a menu of all of the, the different offerings. So yes, that's and there's certain merch that is exclusive only to this live show it will not be sold ever again ever ever yeah so that's how you know you're on the inside crew of Mm -hmm. you're a camper find your fellow campers with the merch 
I packed um, my merch. I'm in California and I have my bucket hat. I got my t-shirt. I'm ready to we're go. We're going to be matching. We're going to be matching. Yeah. You have yeah. to match when you're at summer camp. And, and when you're camp your counselors, friends. of course. Exactly. We are your camp counselors. <laughs> What's the camp thing that you do? It's like. Concentration. Like 64. I don't know. There was <laughs> like, like a them. chant, like a name one. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm blanking. such a bad camper. Someone, somebody, someone help us. Somebody in the chat. Tell us. No. Oh, my name is... Yeah. There's well, anyway, we'll figure name. it out. Maybe we'll figure. Maybe we'll get yeah. our things together. <laughs> we'll get Thursday. it together before Thursday. <laughs> anyway, we'll <laughs> see you there. We're so excited for that live show. We'll also see you next week on here on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, as we are every week. And um. Yeah, no theme next week. It'll be a free-for-all. It'll be fun. Everyone come, share your ghost stories. And if we don't see you on this side. We will see you on the other side. Very spooky. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep. Hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories.